experimental unit clone force 99. The defective clones with the desirable mutations. They call themselves the Bad Batch. What is up, all you lovely people? Welcome to another episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And what started as a passing comment, maybe a suggestion, maybe a dream, who knows, in (laughs) the last episode that we covered, in which we covered the Bad Batch and the announcement of the TV show, what once started there has now become... A reality and our lovely podcast member Jeremiah has taken the dream of writing his own version of the Bad Batch series and he did it y'all I, I did uh, it he did it <laughs> so this was completely unprompted from us he just at, at, randomly one day said hey guys I'm actually doing it and then the next message was like hey I've got three episodes done <laughs> and then he kept giving us updates and before we knew it how many episodes did you write I, I wrote seven episodes which is the first season so this is like i'll get more detail later but about how i wrote it up but yeah so if you're wondering why we're talking about this and not the news it's because um one nothing really substantial um that we have confirmed at least happened this week this past week um, at least at the time of recording this episode. And two, we want to give Jeremiah the time he deserves because apparently he put a lot of effort into this. Uh, and so this episode, uh, next week's episode, and then the following episode, we are actually going to be doing a trilogy of sorts where we are going to be uh, covering Jeremiah's Bad Batch season um, that he wrote himself. And the fun thing, kind of similar to the Star Wars Infinity series that we did a f- a month i don't know how long it's been but it's like a month month and a half ago uh drew and i have not heard this um right, at all right. he has not shared any details except he got the episodes done and so um it, he's going to tell us a story we're going to talk about it we're going to react to it it's going to be a lot of fun um so for for the sake of making sure we give this the time it deserves jeremiah go for it all right so just some some background stuff for our listeners this is the first time I've ever like written a story in my life. I, I, I write stuff like for like a blog, my blog and I like writing and stuff, blah, blah, blah. But that's like not story driven. And so um, this is like so out of my normal league, but it was fun doing it for the first time. Um, and would you I, say I, you would write more stories? Would I write more stories? Yeah. Well, considering this is only season one, I have three seasons like oh, I, okay. I have ideas. Okay. So, so, <laughs> oh, dang. so, so yes. I don't. I haven't started season two yet, even though I have ideas, and then I kind of have vague idea of what season three would be. So, wow. So, but I think I'll finish it after three seasons will be complete, and so 
I, I said when I was writing this uh, to Drew and Andrew that uh, if I win like a $500 million Powerball, I'm going to like take all of that money and make a live action version of this and just put it on YouTube for free for people to watch. So I would hire like Dave Filoni and John Favreau and Pablo Hidalgo and have them like tweak it a little bit to make it good. But <laughs> can you imagine walking into Disney, just walking or Lucasfilm, <laughs> like walking in the front office and walking up to the receptionist and being like, Hey, Hey, um, I need you. <laughs> I, hey, I want to hire three of the, the top people in all of Lucasfilm right now. And I have about, what did you say? $50 million? $500 million. Dear 500. Lord. Okay. okay. I was like, and, I was like, uh, yeah. If 5 wanna, million. No. If you're going to, uh, if you're going to talk to the receptionist, you might want to include that part. I'll probably have a briefcase full of hundred dollar bills. Like in well, I, I don't know if I do that. Okay. Because you that could always just retarded. pay the receptionist like a thousand dollars to go talk to him. You know, you could, <laughs> Let me just get five Anyways. minutes with Dave Filoni. I can convince yeah. him. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's, let's jump in. Okay. Right. So episode one, I have called For the Republic. And so oh. so this picks up uh, pretty much right after uh, or soon after the Clone Wars arc that we we, we were introduced to, uh, the Bad Batch. So this is kind of, this could be, you know, a few days or a few weeks. After that episode arc, um, but it is before Order 66. And so um, at this point, uh, so Echo, he's the new member of the Bad Batch because it's Tech, yep. Hunter, uh, Crosshair, and Wrecker, and now Echo. So they're, they're a team. Um, and as we know, they go on special missions, hard missions that, you know, normal clones aren't uh, equipped to do. Um, and so... They're given a new mission, and this new mission is to go and assassinate a separatist leader. So this, oh. so this is an actual humanoid alien or a person or whatever. I don't know. I don't got all the specific details. Which kind of like I just have plot points for all these. Um, but well, uh, so we we do know that it can't be one of the separatist leaders that was already oh, right. Utapau or that Anakin killed or anything like that. So right, it's definitely right, right. Okay. it's definitely someone that's a, a leader of a, on a planet that you know they're just a, a high ranking one that has a meaningful uh, influence on the separatist side of the war. So they're they're they the Republic has tracked this leader down. They send the Bad Batch to go assassinate. Blah blah blah. And so in, in the Clone Wars arc. There was kind of a, a vague hint of like who do the bad batch like really like submit like who's their commanding person above them to like send them on these missions. And yeah. so for the sake of like continuity stuff, like I don't know if based on the the other stuff that we've had, this character is would this would contradict continuity. If not, we can just change into a random person. But I'm gonna say this was that they're commanded by Tarkin. That Tarkin is oh. Oh. the Bad Batch's uh, commanding leader, huh. and he's kind of. Uh, we'll, we'll, he, we'll get into that, but he but was go an, ahead. he was an admiral, right? During the Clone Wars, something we 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 saw him in the the Citadel episode, and that's where that's where Echo was killed. Yeah. So so Echo has some um, 
experience with Tarkin, I believe. Sure. And so, um, but you know, he he has a very he's been grooming his own relationship with the Emperor or with Palpatine at this point. Right. And we know that that Palpatine kind of has a, a little has his eye on Tarkin a little bit, and so I was like, hey. Let's just have Tarkin. Now, I don't know based on the Tarkin novels or comics or whatever if he has any continuity things that would mess up this continuity, but whatever. Um, so anyway, Tarkin, he sends him on this mission, blah, blah, blah. And so Bad Batch, they go out, you know, they're doing their mission, blah, blah, blah. And during the mission, um, when Echo, he's, you know, Echo, he can, he's kind of like a droid where he can read messages and he can work through uh, computers and communicate through computers with just by plugging in his, his stub of an arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so while he's doing this during the mission, um, he intercepts transmissions um, from the separatists. And he's what he's, he relays back to the rest of the bad batch is that clones on many fronts across the galaxy are retreating and there are reports of dead Jedi found. Oh. And, that, and that reports of clones turning against the Jedi have been being passed back and forth between the Separatists. And so he's super confused. And the Bad Batch is super confused. Because like, they don't understand what's going on. Because they just intercepted these random transmissions by Separatist leaders and entities. And they don't really know what's going on. It's just kind of like chaos in the radio waves. Right. So anyway, they go out and they, they continue the mission. They assassinate the Separatist leader, blah, blah, blah. This, boom, they do it. And they return back to base. And they get back to their base and Tarkin is there. And he said that the the war is over. And the Bad Batch was like, what? How, I, what? What do you mean the war is over? And a hologram of the Emperor pops up and he gives them order 66 and all five members of bad batch submit to that order. They are now under control of the, the trip. And that no. would be, and that would be the end of episode one. And so it's quick, very short episode based on the details I give, but that's just the first episode. So they, they did not experience the, the actual initial order 66, yeah, uh, across the galaxy because they were on a mission apart from a Jedi general, and so they had no need to be given that order. But when they got back to base, they get, Palpatine specifically gave them that order, and they all sure. submitted to that. Huh. So, what are your ideas so far? Thoughts? So Palpatine Theories? knows they're there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's aware of the Bad Batch. Yes. Because I know that that was that was one of the big speculation points when we were going through Clone Wars, we were like, ah, does does he actually know about him? Yada yada. yada. Yeah, that's what we were thinking, right? Is like we didn't know if Palpatine even knew of them because, like, for our understanding, it could be like there are like mistakes, right? So like, are like who put this group together? Right. You know, and so it's interesting that you Palpatine knows. Palpatine knows. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that's re- that's a really interesting direction. Um, questions I have that I'm sure will be answered at some point. Um, 
is Rex involved in getting their chips out? I guess the second question would be, well, the first question would be, do they even get their chips out? The second question would be, if so, is Rex involved? And then... Is Ahsoka involved as well? That's true, because, you know, at this point, if we're thinking timeline-wise, Order 66 has already happened, and at this point, Ahsoka and Rex are kind of doing their own thing now. Or so we think. Yes. And at this point, we know that... It, It could be the producer and writer of this is a huge Ahsoka fan. So we have to assume <laughs> that she's involved somehow. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think, I mean, they're, they're her and Rex probably travel together for a little while. True that. So who knows? I mean, we'll find out. I'm sure. All right. So that's, that's episode one for the Republic. So episode. Yeah. By the way, I would be so mad at you if I had to wait a week to find out what happened after that. <laughs> just, I'm just going to put that on record. Okay. Wait, episode two is called what? I haven't gotten there yet. And so, oh, what? so episode one is for the Republic. Okay. Yeah. Episode two is called for the Empire. Oh, oh boy. And sexy, so, sexy. so what we so immediately after this, um, we see that the Bad Batch is our a mercenary team that are specially trained to track down Jedi. And so, yes, all clones are supposed to track down Jedi, but the Bad Batch, they're a specialized group, and they are spe- their, their specialized training is to fight high-ranking, highly trained Jedi, not just everyday Jedi. And so... Um, they at the beginning of this episode they're they're going through specific training uh to learn how to fight a jedi and so this would be part if you played jedi fallen order there were thing uh troopers called purge troopers and so they were specifically trained to fight jedi or enforce sensitive people and so um they are actually part of this early purge trooper program but they're going to be kind of like the best of the best they're the the elite Purge troopers, in a sense. So they went oh. back into training. They went back into training because they were never trained to fight Jedi, and so you got ah, to get special okay. training to know how to combat. Kind of like um, um, the Mandalorians, like they had equipment that they used to fight sure. Jedi sure, to sure, kind sure. of counteract. And so they're kind of in this learning how to counteract the Jedi and how to find weaknesses, blah blah blah. And so this takes place. Um, this training, you know. They're on and off. They're going on missions, but they're also simultaneously having special training. And so this is, you know, the first few months after Order 66 that this training is going. Um, but they will lead large groups of clones to go hunt the Jedi. So they're leading clones to fight Jedi. Oh, sure. And so then after all this training stuff, and they, I kind of like transitioned into a we would see like a montage of the first six months of after order 66 of the bad batch hunting down Jedi, just kind of like a montage of them finding them, killing them, fighting them, blah, blah, blah. And just them showing how elite they are as Jedi killers. Sure. So um, dark frick. Yeah. And so then, (laughs) so happy. Yeah. And then we'll transition into where um, rather than a montage is, is concerned they're going to the show is going to focus then on a single mission where they're tracking jedi 
And so um, this large mission is actually takes place on a former techno union controlled planet. And so the techno union is no longer in control of this planet um, because after the war they were dispersed and they kind of went into hiding or chaos or whatever. But this was a former planet that the techno union was kind of in control of during, during the Uh war. Uh And so um, the Intel on this planet is that there are five Jedi on this planet that are in hiding. That there, Wait a second, so, do we know what planet it is? It's no, it's just I just made up a random planet. Oh, okay. Never oh, mind. come on. It, it's just I don't I don't know. It's just it's nothing that we've known. It's just a planet controlled by, formally controlled by the, the technique. I thought it was the one from the Bad Batch arc. That may Ooh. or may not be present in future seasons. Oh, uh, so it could okay, be. Okay, okay. Can we okay. name this said planet? No, not yet. It's, uh, you gotta, it... No spoilers. I already gave you. I already said too much. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Wait a second. So, you, wait. You know? You, do you know what planet the five Jedi are rumored to be on right now? No, I don't. This, I, this is a random oh, planet. That, that's, that's what, what Drew said, wants to name. name it? No, I don't have. I'll. I don't know. We'll call it Cuptopia. I don't know. Oh, okay. Lame name. This, this is. This, these are the minor details that Dave Filoni would come up with. Like, oh, okay, okay. I, I don't. I don't have enough. I don't have time for this little these little details, but um, so because there's five Jedi in this on this planet in this region of the planet, this is going to be like an invasion attack on this planet where, you know, probably thousands, maybe well, I mean thousands, probably hundreds, hun, probably five hundred clones are going to be sent to this planet, and they're going to be broken down to like track down these Jedi because it's a large group of Jedi, like five Jedi. Or a large area, and so they need as many clones as they can to kind of fight these Jedi. Dang, and so a boot. Yeah, and so now a little, a, a kind of like a a a noticeable theme in this specific episode that I want to make note of is that during this whole episode, so this is even during you know the early months of like training um, in the the purge trooper program and in this throughout this this specific mission. Echo is having a lot of discomfort and confusion throughout the whole process during training while he's going on. He's confused. He has discomfort. Um, And as time goes on during these, remember this is where this mission is now at six months after order 66. And so during this, his discomfort and and confusion um, is grows increasingly worse. Um, So keep, keep that in mind specifically for for future episodes. Um, and so while on this planet, um, Echo, you know, he, he hacks into a, a computer system or whatever, and he finds a hidden frequency, a radio frequency, um, and it's, but it's encrypted. And he finds it kind of odd. Classic. Always encrypted. It's encrypted. And so he's, he's like, this is weird. Like, why is there this random encrypted message on this oh techno, shoot. Hold on. techno union uh formerly technical union controlled planet so he's like okay uh-huh. weird so he's he's able to like download it onto like a little like like in a new hope with a little like floppy disk type thing the data card yeah we'll go with that that's that's the first half of the new hope so i don't know all the details but oh um, that's right <laughs> yeah 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 so um so during this mission uh, so he downloads the encrypted message, blah, blah, blah. But 
after this, he's starting to get a really, really bad headache. His head's really hurting. Um, his confusion and discomfort is at the worst it's ever been. And while on the mission, he actually comes, finds the Jedi, the main Jedi that they're there to kill, and doesn't. They're kind of like staring at each other. Like he, like Echo huh. had a chance to kill the Jedi and doesn't. And they're just kind of looking at each other. And then for a few, a few seconds later, Bad Batch and some other droids, uh, uh, clones come in and they see the Jedi and they fight the Jedi and kill the Jedi. Okay. And so um, they return back to base. So they, they've, they were sent to kill the main Jedi. And so there's four more Jedi on the planet that are also being simultaneously hunted down. And was so, it Mace Windu? No, I I haven't come up with any specific. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, so they return to base, and uh, while in his private quarters, Echo he um takes out his the encrypted frequency uh, encrypted message that he recorded from the weird frequency, and he unlocks it. And he listens to it. Now, we, during this episode, we as the watchers of the episode, we don't know what he is hearing. We just know he's reacting to it. And his reaction to the message that he's seeing is a look of, of shock and horror. And that's the end of the episode. Ah, I know what it is. What are you thinking? I think I know. It's small. No, it's not Maul. It's the message, the Obi-Wan message. It's got to be. Drew, any other series? The the Jedi were there. You say Maul? Why not? I mean, that would be a a really good plot twist, though. I mean, it is Jeremiah's favorite scene in another movie, so it could potentially make sense. That is true. Huh. Huh. Any this other thoughts? Interesting. What are, um, what are your like... thoughts on the the discomfort and confusion by Echo? Uh, I think it could be one of a few things. One, um, Echo could be a clone of Darth Plagueis. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know anything uh, about <laughs> EU stuff, no, so probably that's, not. That's like the number one thing every time there's a new character. <laughs> the clone oh. of Darth Plague, or it's Darth Plague. <laughs> Anyways, even though I'd love to see him in canon. Um, I think uh, option one could be that his chip was damaged when the Techno Union spliced into him. And so he's like operating at like half ch- chip level whatever you want half strength um (laughs) the other thing is i think maybe his cybernetic enhancements or whatever are fighting the chip i don't know um but i know the discomfort has something to do with his chip either malfunctioning or him it's it loses its power over him and i think the discomfort is because obviously it's a it's a biochip so it's like directly implanted in his brain and that could prove problematic if it Malfunctions, case in point. I mean, we've seen it before. Um, the danger of it malfunctioning. Um, so yeah, I mean that—that's kind of those are my thoughts. Drew, any ideas, thoughts? 
Mulligan. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So Lumpy I'll continue. Dream. Oh. But, but wait. There's more. I have another oh. theory. Yeah. I think the message may or may not be a message, an encrypted message from the sponsor of today's episode. Oh, true. I might have to make some quick changes to this uh, next episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I can I can save you the trouble because I've already intercepted intercepted it. I've decrypted it, and I've actually got it here for us to listen to. You guys All right. ready? All right, I want to yep. hear it. All right, here we go. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, or a monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. But that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it, and we will too. After all, using the code Empire Radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at wesleyandrews.cc, you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off, support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. There you go, boys. That's the message. Do yep. it. That Wesley Andrews is can- part of Star Wars canon. So, Dude, that'd be I mean, interesting. I'd, I'd, I'd believe and it. If, and if Wesley Andrews is canon, then that means yeah. this podcast is canon, too, in Star Wars. Oh, true. True. shoot. Yeah, well, take take that Rebel Force Radio. Oh wow, name oh, drop. This <laughs> got really intense all of a sudden. We we didn't mean any disrespect, no. obviously. All right, all they right. Can so take whatever they want. All right, all right. Should we, should we get back into it? Uh, yeah. I want so, to see what happens. So, episode three is called Contact. Oh boy, that's the worst thing you can hear during the pandemic. True that. that I got tested today, so I understand. Oh, wait, wait no. what? Well, that was we'll, a different story. We'll talk about this off air. Yeah. Uh, anyway, contact. Uh, okay. Contact. Contact. So, so, uh, so, so, like I said, so previous episode, um, they're on this planet hunting five Jedi, uh, the Bad Batch. They're pri- they kill the primary Jedi, which was like the highest ranking of the five. And so they return back to base, like we said in the previous episode. They're done fighting that specific Jedi. Um, reports have come in that three of the remaining four have been killed, uh, of the Jedi have been killed. So now there's one remaining in a hidden, dense forest jungle that they've kind of tracked it down to. So um, so the these areas, these hideout spots that the uh, the Jedi were that were killed, clones are now investigating these areas to try and find you know any information if there's any contact with other jedi blah 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 and uh leadership um at this point saying okay it's just probably gonna take like a five day multi-day like stay on this planet to uh, collect all the intel and do all the research and then they're out to do the next thing um so 
during this time of investigation, this is probably the, like the next day after they kill um, their Jedi and return back. Um, Bad Batch's clone group was reported to be very sluggish and sloppy on this mission. Um, and so they Tarkin comes into the, the area and like gets in a heated argument with Echo because, you know, reports were that Echo, he didn't kill a jet, make attack a Jedi when he had a chance to kill. Um, and he's, then he starts arguing with Hunter, uh, part of bad batch. And, uh, so there, there's a big argument, blah, blah, blah. And so Hunter, he's kind of like the main leader of the bad batch. We kind of learned that of the, in the clone yeah. wars that he's kind of like the head guy. And so he starts to argue with Tarkin about this. And Hunter explains that, you know, their clone group have been overworked and have needed rest for a while. And they're, they're just, they're just being overworked because of all these missions that are going on nonstop and hunting Jedi. And, you know, Tarkin, you know, he doesn't like to hear this. Like he, cause you know, Tarkin, he's not, he doesn't care about excuses. He just wants results. He just wants people to work hard and just nonstop. Um, but yeah. you know, you know, Tarkin, he kind of like, all right, fine. You know, we're here for a few more days. Um, you know, we are just looking for one more Jedi. Fine. You guys can, you and your clones can take a little break for the next couple of days. Um, and just take the remainder of the mission off. We have enough clones to, uh, go out and find this last Jedi or, wow. And so how nice of him. Yeah. So, but he's not happy about it. He's just kind of like, Oh yeah. Angry about it. Like, fine. We'll see. We'll see how, if you need rest. And if this like kind of like, well, let's see if in the future, if even after rest, if you're being sluggish, like, right, right, right. Then it's going to be kind of like, kind of like a test. But so, um, echo after this, you know, he goes back to his, his living quarter and, you know, he is, he's heated and angry about this because, you know, he was kind of like, the main clone that was that failed in that mission. And so he's like super like emotional about it, like and pissed about it, but he's by himself. And we have a little flashback of him listening to the encrypted message where we actually now will hear this message. Uh huh. Now, now I haven't written like the actual dialogue, just kind of like the gist of, of what was said. Uh huh. And, Captain Rex left a message specifically oh, for Echo. Frick was not seeing that coming. And Captain Rex is like uh the only person that could ever find this frequency is Echo because he was in the Techno Union network and knows how that messaging system works. And so he left a a, a looping message on that frequency on the techno unit planet, knowing that the only person in the whole entire galaxy that could figure that out is either a techno union member or echo himself. And so he, so well, he leaves this message and he says in this message, he explains that, um, the war in order 66 is not what it seems. And that fives found a secret. And he doesn't go into a lot of detail, um, but he kind of just explains that, you know, the war is not what you think. Order 66 that you received is not what it seems. And he gives coordinates to a location on a nearby moon off the planet. 
where oh. where Rex himself says he is at. Is oh, it Alderaan? I have not named any planets. <laughs> uh, you said moon, you know. Now, so Echo decides at this point that you know he needs to find Rex and figure out well what exactly is going on. Like he. He never expected in a million years to get a message from Rex. He doesn't know whatever happened to Rex. You know, there could have been reports that Rex was killed because their ship crashed at, yeah. during Order 66. So he might think that Rex is dead. And so he's super confused at this moment, but he recognizes Rex, as his voice, even though it's all clones have the same voice. Clones know how to distinguish clone from clone very easily. And so right. um, he, as he leaves the barracks, um, he walks past a group of clones, um, from a different like squad of clones and they're clo they're gloating about how they just killed a Jedi the day before. And they're kind of like celebrating it and happy about Damn. it, like how they did it. And Ooh. when mm -hmm. Echo hears this conversation as he walks by, he is very disgusted by it, but he doesn't know why. Like he doesn't like it, but he but he doesn't know why, and so oh, interesting. So this goes back again to his his discomfort and his confusion, like about like he doesn't know why he's in discomfort. He doesn't know why he's confused, but this is another incident where it pops up and is noticeable to him. And so, um, he then finds the rest of the bad batch and says that while. They were on their mission the day before. Um, he found a hidden message from Rex. And so now this is kind of where I I didn't know how to do like a just a convenient thing for like the, for a plot point. But somehow he convinces the rest of Bad Batch to to go with him to find Rex. Uh, All right. So I, I didn't know how to write that in because I don't know. how, But... <laughs> he he somehow convinced them, and probably something long because they they fought with Rex before. They know how good of a of a uh, soldier Rex is, and so if he's in trouble or something, like they want to go help him. So something like that. So uh, Echo says, "I need your help," and they decide, "Okay, we'll go with you." And they they sneak off, and so they they take a ship, um, and they leave the planet and they go to the nearby moon. And they discover that there is a medical station that was used by the Techno Union at the coordinates. Um, but when they land and they kind of look out the perimeter and they kind of do like a recon of like the building and stuff, they realize that there's no one, like, there's no activity. Like, the Techno Union is gone. It's just kind of like an abandoned facility and area. And so they're kind of like, okay, this is weird. And so they go and they go to enter into the. They enter into the, the building, which, was, like I said, was a medical station. And as they enter, traps are set off, and they are captured. Oh, boy. So they're captured. And so then goes to, like, straight black screen, and that's no, not the rest of the episode. Like, last, there's a lot left in this episode. But black pause, and like, oh, no, is that the last rest of the episode? Nope. And it pops back and wakes up, and all five of the Bad Batch they're chained they're in chains and they're just tied down they can't move and they all look up 
and they, they see Rex and four other clones standing there. Uh-oh. And this is where Rex kind of has his little... He gives a full detailed ex- explanation of the war, Order 66, and the chip that is inside their head. Ooh. That's, that's causing them to do this. Oh, shoot. And obviously... You know, the OG four of the original four of the Bad Batch, they're like, you're a liar. We can't, we don't believe you. You are guilty of treason. We're going to report you to the Empire and they're going to execute you, blah, blah, blah. But Echo, he's, he's inclined to believe Rex. He, he's siding with Rex that like Rex isn't making this up. And he was saying, Echo then explains that he, even though he was compelled to follow Order 66 and kill Jedi, at times he was torn and confused, and he didn't—he was just didn't like it. Like it never sat well with him. And uh, he says that the day before he had a chance to kill a Jedi, and he didn't. And Rex then so, says, "Go ahead." Uh, so he never killed any Jedi. No, he, he was involved in killing Jedi in the past, and he didn't like it, but the day before, he had a chance, but he chose not to. Yeah, his he was wavering much more than he normally was. Yeah. Gotcha. And so um, Rex says, well, we have something to show you. And he shows them brain scans of the Bad Batch. Remember, they're at a medical station, so they have medical equipment. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, he shows uh, the the chips that are scanned uh, in the original Bad Batch members, the first four, and they're just like picture perfect, intact, amazing chips, biochips. And then they show Echo's chip, and it has extensive decay. Oh. And like the tumor of the other one? Or what they called was a tumor, but mm-hmm. but it's like clearly visibly different on the scans that Echoes is a decayed chip, like it's falling apart type of thing. It's kind of like different color. It's kind of like like it's been rotting in a sense. Sure. So and remember, remember Rex is here with four other clones, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, now wait, do we do we know who they are when, or can we not see their faces? Uh, they're just, they're just generic. Oh, clones. okay. I got they're you. not any, they're not, they could be specific clones that we've heard of before, but I, I never went into that about. Oh, okay. I got you. Um, so he, um, now, but one of the clones is, I will say is, a a medically trained, um, clone. Like he's, that's his specialty is oh. medical stuff. And so, um, Rex and these other clones, they've been researching um, these chips and the effect it has on, on clones' brains. And so Rex explains, um, so how many do I got? I got four, thing, four conclusions that they have made about this chip that they've learned. That when Order 66 was enacted, uh, the chip itself... Uh, overtakes the brain and is um, the the driving force 
behind all the thoughts and ideas of the clones. And it's almost okay. like that the clones have two personalities. They're, they're pre-Order 66 personality and then they're post-Order 66 personality. And the, the Order 66 personality overpowers their own original thoughts. So kind of like in um, the Clone Wars during Order 66, you see Rex, he's, he's battling for, for the first you know, 10, 20 seconds to not yeah. kill uh, Ahsoka. And he knows that it's coming. Like he can feel like something's changing in him. But, and he knows he has to quick get a message out to Ahsoka because whatever the chip is doing, it's overtaking his, his thoughts. And so, right. and then when he wakes up after Ahsoka re- removes his chip, he's back to normal and he, he remembers everything that happened, but he had no control after the chip took over. So right. that's the first thing that they learn about the chip. Uh, the second um, thing that they learned is that the the makeup, the physical makeup of the chip, it's a genetic code that is not human. It is, it's not human. It's not original to the human brain. And so they come to that conclusion. Um, the third point that he comes up with is that uh, chip removal must always be forced on a clone and no clone will ever willingly remove it. Oh, okay. So so now from this specific one, I will say that in, I didn't really explain it um, in the rest of the episodes or in what future seasons, but it would be something that you would see kind of like in a consistent basis is that um, Rex's, um, issue with this because throughout the Clone Wars, he always says there's always a choice. Clones always have their free will to make a choice. Right. But with Order 66 in this chip, that choice is no longer available to them. They're no longer Ooh. thinking beings. They're basically droids in a sense. And so he struggles with this, seeing clones no longer have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's got to frustrate them because that's what they fought against. Right. And so that's the third one. The fourth one is that the effects of chips linger the longer as time progresses. So, um, and they come to, and I'll explain this more, but um, they determined that within two years after of, or say after two years of activation after Order 66, um, no clone will be able to be saved from a chip removal. That once they remove oh, the chip after damn. two years, no more clones can can be fixed, can't, can't be saved. Well, so, so, That's a bummer. The, yeah, so the, the first part of what I said was that uh, the effects of chips linger the longer uh, that time passes. And so when Rex had his chip removed, he immediately got back to his first personality, his original right. personality. But, you know, someone who had uh, the chip activated for a month, it might take a little bit more time for that to work. And so they determined that, you know, there's six months after Order 66, and they believed, based on their rough calculations, that it would take 12 hours for a clone to completely return back to their first personality 
after their chip was removed. Oh, wow. That's and crazy. So, yeah. So, um, and then, so then again, this is kind of like, you know, if you have to wait hours and hours, it's, you don't know, like you're hoping that they're going to snap out of it and return back to their original personality, but you don't know. Cause you're just sitting there waiting. Um, right. and so at this point, Rex is like, you know, you know, the five of us, we, we, we got to this, this, uh, moon, um, and, you know, we, we, hit, we went to the database and we found, you know, some techno union stuff because we knew that the only chance that we really had of getting any way to, like, get more clones saved is to find Echo. And the only chance that they had to do that would be a hidden message on a techno union pl- planet. And so they said, you know, they've been on a standstill um, for six weeks waiting on this moon because they don't know what else to do. They don't have any resources. It's just the five of them. And, um, you know, he's just kind of like, you, you can see it that, that Rex is kind of defeated. That like, he just doesn't know what to do, really. Um, and so, but then at this point, you know, the original four Bad Batch members, you know, they they don't buy any of this. They're, they're still super angry. They're, you know, still accusing him of treason and how they're going to, you know, if they get a chance, they're going to kill Rex and they're going to report all of this to the Empire, blah, blah, blah. And Rex was like, really? And so he he and the other four uh, clones stand each stand in front of a Bad Batch member, including Echo. And they raise their weapons on stun and they stun all five of them. Oh. And that's the end of the episode. What? Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. We don't even get to see their chips come out. Boo. <sighs> no, all joking aside, that was really good. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. That was some really good storytelling. I, I'm very impressed. So yeah, what are I you like guys... Do you have any theories yeah, I, on what... See, now I don't know. Because the only thing I do know is that their ships are going to get removed. Because we, okay, if this is a Bad Batch series and we need a protagonist, it, it can't be anybody other than the series, the, 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 the people the series is named after, right? Right. I mean, other than series like Clone Wars, you know, that's a pretty generic title. But yeah. we need heroes. Um, so I, obviously, I will say, though, that I will say that I, writing this whole season, I kind of had to go back and fix things because I kind of made it a Rex series. I was like, no, I got to put oh. more focus. On. <laughs> I need, I need to make the bad batch, the, the focal point. So I, I had to yeah. kind of like tweak some things, but that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, so I know that they're going to get their chips removed, but I, honestly, after that, I, I have no clue. I have no theories. I like, and there's a part of me that's just like, you know, I just want to, I just want to go along for the ride and be surprised. Disappointed um, that we haven't heard from Ahsoka yet, but, um, well, listen, it's <laughs> Jeremiah. Don't don't sell him oh, short. That's true. It's coming. Um, but I will it. say, I very very much enjoyed the use of the techno union frequency. That was a really really clever plot point. Very well done in my, in my s- opinion. I was gonna say I felt like you liked that as soon as he said that. You're like, ooh. Well, I thought it was gonna be Obi Wan, and then Echo was gonna hear the message, and it was oh. gonna be like, oh, this is. I mean, like it would have the same effect. <laughs> But 
I think mm-hmm. this was a way to to like really hit Echo much closer to home than just hearing Obi Wan. You know, true, right? Um, so I think that was. I mean, it was just very well done, in my opinion. So Drew, yeah, CC. Any, any ideas, thoughts, predictions? Um, not really predictions or anything. Um, I'm really curious on how the Bad Batch is going to be called the Good Batch. Like, I'm interested <laughs> to see what they do and how they exist in the world once their chips are removed and once they realize that, like, potentially if they realize that they're on the wrong side the whole time, be interesting to see how they adapt and change. Um, yeah. If they go out and do their own thing or they're going to fight with Rex and Ahsoka or potentially any other Jedi that is lingering. And, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see especially with Tarkin, like they're kind of on his like bad side, right? Oh, wait. So does that mean that Tarkin could be set up as like a main protagonist? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Ooh, or sorry, antagonist. See now that as genius as he is, (laughs) that would be a very good villain to have running. Cause like the only other person that I think that could really do them justice. Well, there are two people, one grand Admiral Thrawn or two. True. Uh, Darth sure. Vader. Ooh. But I I don't know. Honestly, Jeremiah, maybe we should we should get that hashtag going again. Give it to mm-hmm. Jeremiah. Yeah. Yeah. As long as he pays a lot of money for Dave. Yeah, you just have to win the lottery first. Yeah. <laughs> I do. It's only Sorry, at like I'd... it's only at like hundred and fifty million right now. So that's not no, enough. That's, to... not, enough. that's, that's not enough. Yeah, we got After it. taxes, that's like a hundred million and then Dave Filoni is like, I already make that much anyway. I don't need... Yeah. <laughs> Chump change. <laughs> All right. Sorry, well, how much I, he I, actually do, does make, though? No. He probably makes some six-figure income. Probably not seven-figure, but... Yeah. I did... I, I, I do apologize. I kind of interrupted you there, Drew. So do you have anything <laughs> else? No, I'm good. I... I'm really interested to see how it goes, and I'm proud of Jeremiah for sitting down and doing this and being creative because he doesn't even like to read these kind of books. So to right. write one is pretty intense. But, yeah, this but is why this is a okay. TV show, not a book. Because they aren't okay, chapters. Here's, here's the thing, uh, Jeremiah. Here's the thing. Yeah. If you enjoy stories, these types of stories, and and you've proven yourself after this episode, you can do it, and you can do it pretty pretty dang well. There are so many novels out there that are like so similar to this in yeah. the Star Wars world. Yeah, I know. So who knows, everyone? Maybe this will break Jeremiah down. Who knows? Maybe I mean, I'll well, start drinking coffee too. You never know. Oh, oh. my goodness. <laughs> that would be one heck of a change, let me tell you. True that. We, I wouldn't even recognize you if you did that and started reading. Ooh, and started reading. Well, he would probably have to drink the coffee to start reading. Well, I have been yeah. – Drew Drew, and Andrew know that I've been taking up baking as a That's hobby. True. And yeah. I've been watching a lot of the recipes on YouTube, and a lot of chocolate-based recipes call for a splash coffee. of coffee. Oh, yeah. true. And I'm like, I can't do this recipe because I don't have coffee. And I'm like, dang it. <laughs> but you should have coffee. But anyway. Yeah. All right, we're going on a tangent, but – But, true. Yeah. 
dude, great job. 10 out of 10. I'm really enjoying it so far. How many, how many lightsabers are you going to give this one? How many? Oh, lightsabers. Uh, I haven't heard okay. lightsabers in a while. <laughs> I would give this first arc. Keep in mind, it only gets better. It only gets better. And the cliffhanger why, for the, the whole season, the end of the season, oh, you guys are going to flip your table after you hear. Because I, I remember, I, oh, for those of you listening, when I finished the season, I I I wrote some I actually wrote some dialogue on how the season's gonna end, but I blacked out the dialogue but just left the names and like one little like prompt of like the setting or whatever. And I posted on our Discord and like I'm like, this is gonna be made. Do you have any theories? And and Andrew's like, uh there's not a lot to go off of, but you guys are gonna f- flip your tables when you're Well and, you and he Jeremiah did spend most of his time on the last episode and so Next week will be episodes four, five, and six, yep. and then the following, the last episode in this trilogy of podcast episodes, um, is going to be entirely dedicated to this the season finale. So yeah, and so I would say that my notes for the last episode is like almost as long as my notes for the first six episodes combined. Holy buckets! Right. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of details. So. All right, well, look, you, the listener, if you're hyped, and you probably should be after this, after especially <laughs> after hearing what he just said, you definitely need to um, subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and you need to be back for the next two weeks um, so that you can hear the continuation of the story. Yeah, and if you're listening like- to this at our live, like as, as we're posting on week to week, you know, if you listen to this, you can quick send us a message and like a, like a voicemail on anchor and with your predictions and your theories on what you think things. And we'll, Oh, heck we, yeah. might, we might even post that at the beginning of next week's episode to see if, see if it aligns with anything that I write. So, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And you can do that. Like there's, there are actually a few links underneath uh, the podcast that you're listening to. Uh, one of those is the voicemail link. The other one is a support link. If for some reason you are feeling generous and you want to support us financially, you can yeah, actually like, do that through like Anchor. If you won the lottery well. and have $500 million <laughs> and you want to donate that to us, we can put to good use. Yeah. Like making I mean, this wasn't supposed to be like a job interview for Jeremiah as a writer, but if it is <laughs> and you like what he's doing, like, go for it. I mean, we're not going to reject that. Um, nope, for sure. <laughs> but that's I'll, one I'll be a sellout. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, both at Empire Radio Podcast. Um, we've got some cool stuff coming over the next few months, some announcements that are going to be posted on the social media accounts. So you're definitely going to want to make sure that you follow, um, us on those as well, uh, to get the full experience. So everyone go send us voicemails and compliment Jeremiah on his work because he did a pretty good job. And like he said, please make sure if you have a theory and it's uh, like a good theory, please send it in. Yes, for sure. Because we would love that. It would be so fun. Um, but yeah. Anything else, boys? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, this has been another extremely fun episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And may the force be with you. Always. Always.